You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. <laughs> oh my we're not plotting we're no. telling you how to appropriately wash your hands yeah yeah, yeah. Time. <laughs> except you should use soap welcome yeah. to Grolix nights i'm randy i'm melanie and i'm jesse and hey we're here to talk about some tv and entertainment news what we talked about what we watched and uh and uh we're here to get your thoughts <laughs> yeah. What's up? <laughs> what? What up? What up? <laughs> sup, sup, yo? Oh, oh, I like that. That's fun. <laughs> All right, let me do. I, now I got to do my normal behind the scenes stuff. All right. Oh yeah. Right as yep. we go live. Right as the, the reactor core is about to blow. There we go. Yeah, because we're, we're gonna react. We're gonna react or at all the news. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's not that's not where I put that's not where I put that link. Ignore me. <laughs> Ignore me. Man, I still can't get my nephew to watch Venture Brothers, and I don't know why because it's so good. It is. Hmm. I wonder what I wonder what the disconnect is. Like, what is it that uh, it's the, Hulu? No. What? It's Hulu. Hulu keeps stopping in the middle of the show and then uh, just kicking it out, and then like stop doing that because. It's a good show, and he'll like it. Actually, Hulu like it. is weird and buggy like that. It'll do that with shows. I haven't had too much issue with that. Everyone can see and hear me. It says. <laughs> All right, the main reactors, the reactor core. core. Okay, so <laughs> first, the core reactors. How about that? How about that? That's right. Cash we are. <laughs> Man, that is an old meme, right? Like. Like, do people still get that reference? Cash me outside. How about that? I don't know if they do. It is old meme, though. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't. So I had mentioned last week we might have a guest. I'm going to blame myself for this. I forgot to follow up with him. Uh, uh, but I was going to have Dustin Smothers come on. Particularly, I had asked. Tonight? Him, or he was he was going to come I, tonight. I, I don't think. Uh. I'm, I'm guessing he's not available. I forgot to follow up with him. Like, we agreed. Like, yeah, next week. It'll be great. And then I just spaced off following up, and he has not replied to my message, so he's probably busy. Um, oh, man, that would have been awesome. I was hoping you guys to get, missed out. I was hoping <laughs> to get him last week, which is why I asked. Why I asked initially because we had so many political uh, oh, stories. Dude, he would have been the saltiest of all. He would he would have made us all look like sodium free. Right, right. He gets so worked up. <laughs> but that aside, that aside, like he's still fun to talk. talk oh yeah, yeah. And he can talk, man. Oh, speaking of political news stories, tonight I have lots of news. For the most part, not heavy. No hot button. Well, I mean, we're gonna find a hot button. We're have, like the very first one. We're just gonna start you hitting easily. You could easily go. Oh, why is this such a big deal? Why is this such a big deal? Who made this the most important thing this week, according to him? I mean, <laughs> right, right. Well, no, we're not getting. I don't have that follow up. I don't have that follow up. Oh, okay. okay. What could um, I be talking about? What could I be talking about? 
Yes. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. I tell you what. Okay. Tell me. People need to l- listen to this show. Last episode, <laughs> last episode was good. I, I should have went through and did a proper edit of the audio, but I actually ended up listening to and watching, rewatching the video, like the whole thing of it. And I didn't mean to. I just would click in there and start watching and then just like, just watch the whole thing. It was so good. Oh, that is a good sign. Right. This episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I mean, kidding. it's going to be great. <laughs> that, that, that's how it works, though, right? Like, you can't, you know. Yeah. Melanie. Tough act, tough act to follow. Melanie made me feel bad about it. Why? Just, because you were like, oh, I'm just being self-deprecating to, to our show. Don't take it personal. Okay. Okay, first, as we usually do, let's talk a little bit about what we've been watching. No, no head shakes. Legion. Uh, hey, hey, you guys have been watching things. I'm the lame duck this episode because I have I've basically been trying to catch up on The Flash, and that's it. And it's old. It's so old. It's on Netflix old. Like I need to do the same. Yeah. Um, that's fair. I mean, honestly, yeah. So Melanie and I have a couple things to talk about, but not that much. And I was because I was thinking about it. I was like, well, what have I watched? And I was like, well, there's this and this. That's it. So, like, I haven't really been watching that much. Also, chat, what have you guys been watching? And right now, it looks like by chat, I mean primarily Savannah and Paul. Yeah, because yeah. I'm I'm number three. <laughs> As oh. usual. Yeah, so what have you guys been watching? Melanie mentioned Legion. Yes, I love Legion. Le- Legion's not brand new. No. Season three ended a while ago. It's the last season. Uh, but we just started it recently, season three. What's it, it? What's it on? Because I definitely it is on Hulu. It. it is on Hulu. Good. Okay. So I will watch I will it all because I I love that show and it it always ends with such a weird season ender. So I oh yeah I'll probably have to go back and watch the end of season two so I remember where oh, you've already started. watched the first two seasons. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But they so, always end so weird. Like it right. ended real weird at the end of season two, if I remember correctly. This one starts real weird. <laughs> Did, did we talk about that last week or was it after last week's episode? I don't, I know, I don't remember. So I we started watching it and I didn't tell I, I do this thing where like I'll put a show on and I try to like not tell Melanie what it yeah. is. It could, like, and oh, like yeah. Netflix and stuff will put up the title, so it's hard, but Hulu doesn't necessarily put up the title when you start a video file. And so I didn't tell her, and I'm just waiting for her to figure it out. The first episode of season three goes. 18 minutes before they give you any indication of what it is or show you any actors from the show. It follows wow. other thing for 18 minutes. And part of that 18 minutes is like a weird 60s pop song music video. And it's just like so bizarre. And mm-hmm. the whole time, Melanie's like, because I, I couldn't tell like get, getting progressively matter. Like, what are we watching? What is this? Well, she's like, well, what's going on? She's like, I like it, but I, where is this going? What's going on? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I'm like, this is crazy. I like it. But what what is it? I mean, I, don't, I still don't understand anything that's going on right now. And then Lenny, the uh, what's her name? Uh, is it Audrey? Audrey Plaza shows up and mm-hmm. Melanie's like, oh. Because she's a thing with us, Audrey Plaza. She's so awkward and she's strange. She's great. There's watch her compilations of talk show clips on YouTube. It's amazing. But uh, she shows up and Melanie's like, and I was like, okay, she figured it out. And then uh, 
once she actually like somebody calls her by Lenny, she's like, Oh, it's Legion. I was like, Oh, you hadn't okay, okay. Well, I mean, she's in other things too. Right, of course, of course. Yeah, Legion season three were four episodes in. Okay. It's so good. It's that so, show is good. so good. It is. I love it. Within one episode, you can go from like ridiculous, weird hippie stuff, just like a commune and hippie stuff and, and drug trips to like horror movie to David Lynch freeze frame sequences uh, that are subtitled. It's like, what is going on? It's so good. Yes. <laughs> Aud- Savannah says, I love Audrey Plaza. That doesn't surprise me. Audrey Plaza sound- seems like somebody Savannah would love. Yeah, it should be. It should, everyone should love her. I just want to comment real quick. Paul said, just finished Avatar The Last Airbender. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently that's been, of course, it's 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 an older show at this point, but that addition to Netflix has been a very big success for Netflix. Apparently uh, that's yeah, been one of their most viewed uh, shows this summer. It's because it's the best, and that's everybody. all anybody wants to do is just watch it from the beginning to the end over and over because it's Avatar The Last Airbender. And I made every child I ever watched watched it. I'm like, oh look, look what's on! It's Airbender. It's time to sit down and watch some TV. I've heard children and I've heard adults say how good the show is, and um, I've never watched any of it. Any of it? Are you serious? That totally surprises me because it's like martial arts. No, you know? I know. Like it, it really is a show that I should watch. Yeah. Like, you at this should. point, at this point, I'm like, that sounds like a really big time commitment. <laughs> <laughs> kind of but it goes quick oh okay yeah i've i've i'm not like a fanatic about it i haven't haven't watched i don't know maybe it's i've watched episode. a handful of episodes but i did appreciate that yeah it's good because it it's not one of those shows that feels like it has to talk down to children right and it's also like got a lot of cool ideas it's the ex it's well executed so that it yeah i, I understand the appeal to adults because it's just a good show as opposed to a good kids show. Right. Yeah. What was it? Was it Covert Nerd? I feel like Covert Nerd covered this like um shows that stand the test of time and like oh. what what do you think is a show that you're watching now that will be a classic, you know? Like I think they were talking about like Transformers is such a classic da 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 da. And it was like, "Well, what do you think will be considered a classic?" And I believe it was Airbender. I believe. Oh, yeah. For sure. I, I mean, it's it's like political it's like a coming of age thing it's a superpower movie i mean it's it's like the it's like the princess bride of cartoon shows oh wow it's yeah it's that good savannah says i still can't finish westworld because hbo sucks yeah i'm sorry that stinks can you cancel i don't know man yeah it's a weird deal HBO. Isn't that yeah, isn't the Amazon thing like month to month? Like I yeah, think I was gonna say, can, can you cancel, cancel and that buy it yeah. through another service? Probably be cheaper. I seen you can even buy it through Hulu. I'm like, what? <laughs> Which is Weird. run at least partly by Disney, so that seems Weird. like a conflict of interest. I don't know. They just need to get their act together. Uh HBO now, I'm glad we mentioned this, or HBO Max, I'm glad we mentioned this because you know, I'm going to hold on to it for a while. I guess I should hold on to it for a year because I got their like pre-order promo deal. But as it is now, man, like they're not, I, I said it last week, they're not doing themselves any favors. Um, right. 
Oh, you didn't want to cancel because of us? I got HBO Max, so don't worry about it. Um, it sucks. I, I ain't using your account now anyway. <laughs> HBO account, that is. I did notice that, the, um, what is it? Um, us is out on HBO Max right now. Mm. So I, I'm excited to like watch it. Have you guys seen it yet? Us? Yeah. Have you, you haven't seen it? I haven't seen that one. I've, I've seen Get Out, but I haven't seen Us. Do you know what Hands Across it's America nice. was from like the 80s? Vaguely, yeah, I think. Look into it a little bit. Yeah, the, the just the movement or is there a yeah. show? No, oh, yeah, 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 just the movement. Okay. I remember I like didn't know what it was. Oh, yeah. No, I vaguely remember it, but it was like a blip on the radar. It was is about the same thing as like we are the world, that whole thing. Right. Like, mm-hmm. right. like the the new the new one. Okay. Well, if yeah. Okay. It's good to know what that is before you watch that movie, is all I'm saying. Oh, gotcha. Like, okay. That that was an element that I was like, because I vaguely remember it, but yeah, was that like 86, 87? I, yeah, you know, yeah, I or early 90s at the latest. Yeah. The latest. I, I w- wasn't really aware of the whole deal. So, it, you know, whatever. You know, it's it's Jordan. Was it Jordan Peele? Um, mm-hmm. His movies have a lot of different themes going on. And that plays into kind of one of the themes. I had, I had heard that it was good, but uh, it didn't seem to get the same traction that Get Out did. So, yeah, it's different. It's different. I appreciate mm-hmm. I appreciate it. Um, I think I like to get out more. But that movie was so trippy. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I kind of want to revisit it um, now knowing, you know, like knowing the movie, knowing where it's going so I can see all the other stuff that's probably just more obvious now that you know. It's almost like right. watching a Shyamalan movie the second time. Well, I mean, back when he was good. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Us is definitely one of those movies that you're going to, after you watch it, you're going to go back and like rewatch it because it's like the whole movie is like just a big symbolic right. oh. thing. I don't know. You have to watch it, you'll see. Hmm. Uh, Melanie, you said, what did you say? We finished something or you finished something? No, I just said we're, or maybe we already knew we were caught up on what we do in the shadows. We're current on it. Yeah, we're current. I think I, I think I watched maybe one more episode, which I, I'm still loving it. I wish I could get a little further in it. Because, right, right. Like, like Holly, Holly watched the movie with me, and she watched the first episode, and she, she does not like anything that's like kind of cringy, and this definitely does dip into cringy territory once in a while. But, it's, but I would argue it is much funnier than most cringy shows. Melanie has no problem with it, and that blows my mind because she cannot watch stuff like The Office. But it's, right. but it's, it's not, it's not it's that not bad. I don't think. And it's, and there, Guillermo, Guillermo, or Gizmo, yeah. gets, uh, he gets some pretty good Office esque moments. Yeah. yeah, but I think the part of the thing is that, I mean, that's fantasy cringe. They're not. Yeah, they're not real. You yeah. know what I mean? So I don't care as much. But the social situations are too far out there to yeah. Right. I guess when you're wearing a vampire cape in a in a basically a rave party situation, yeah, <laughs> right. I don't care if you embarrass yourself by saying "bat" every time you turn into a bat. You know, right. That's not so. What you're you can turn into a bat. What do I care? But if like, you're like you know some regular person and you like stumble every time you go to the water cooler, I'm gonna cry for you. 
<laughs> oh my god, the cursed hat episode was so good. <laughs> that fucking sensation on the back of my head. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. And they were uh, the werewolf, werewolf episode it. before that with the, with the with the Edward Scissorhand um, hedges. The, the show goes a yeah. little far sometimes. I think, in my opinion, it's it's, it's <laughs> way out there. Yeah. Um, oh, I started watching, and I think it was a recommendation, or at least somebody had mentioned it in the chat. And I want to say it was Paul, maybe. Um, Future Man on Hulu. I started mm-hmm. watching that. I think I'm just like three episodes in. Uh, it's a comedy. It's basically Last Starfighter, except. Instead of aliens or whatever it was, and instead of space, it's the future, you know. Huh. Um, so basically, this this guy is kind of a loser, and he's really good at this one video game that nobody's ever beat, and he beats it. And then it turns out uh, it was like recruitment from these future warriors, and they come back, and they're like, "We're real," and blah blah blah. Now let's go. Oh, to I, yeah, okay. I remember. Um, I remember some of the promos for that show, right? Yeah. It's okay. Interesting. I didn't realize it was so heavily like a. They I mean, straight up, straight up from the last Starfighter, right there. They straight because meta is what it is. They straight up call it out at one point. Like, he, oh, good. <laughs> at one point, the two, the two like people who were in the video game come back for the future, and he's like, "The last Starfighter," and they're like, "What?" And he's like, "This is the last Starfighter." He even calls it out straight up. So oh, yeah, that's awesome. Um, it's good. It's entertaining. It's a little broad, you know, mm-hmm. it, the humor is a little broad, um, but so far it's mainly been a lot of like time travel hijinks. So that's kind of fun. I mean, that doesn't stink. Yeah, right, right. So, yeah. and, okay, so it's so far only three episodes in. It's basically Last Starfighter meets Back to the Future. It, to the point to where there's a lot of like when they go back to 1969, there's that certain like Back to the Future stinger sound that that like oh yes you know I know which one constantly yeah. and I actually constantly. made that my uh, my notification sound on my phone that kind of so. mysterious like yeah. I, ca- I can't <laughs> yeah kind of they use that constantly or at least a sound like yeah ha um speaking of that um I haven't listened to this yet but today it was either today or yesterday um speaking of time travel and whatnot uh the eighth doctor box set that just came out for big finish brought back the curator so tom bake tom baker is in this box set but he is in this box set as the curator and so I'm super interested and excited to uh, get this. So, I, I mean, obviously I'm going to get it, but I'm so far behind that I still have to listen to like the last two eighth doctors to get there. <laughs> but I'll get there. Oh, I will. That reminds me of something. This kind of dips into news slightly. Um, when was this announced? This was announced. You don't date your news website, uh, Doctor Who t- TV. Oh, well, it's Doctor Who's official site. 
they're going to have a fourth and 10th doctor crossover in audio drama. I did. I did see that. Yeah, no, that was an exciting, um, they just did like a, a stinger thing. It was right. like 10, 10 till four was the, was the, was the, uh, image or something. Okay. Like, oh, um, but yeah, I, you know, listen, give us as much Tom Baker as you possibly can, oh, please, please possibly can. Um, cause you know, we, we're, we're, we, we're not going to get a lot more. I mean, like we, I'm, I'm grateful for the John hurt doctor that we got, right. but like, just, just as much as that man can do, let's, let's get him. Keep doing it. Yeah. No rest. No, no rest till you're dead. <laughs> he doesn't even have to leave his house now. They've got him all set up because of the pandemic. They've got him set up to I love record that. these at his home. So, like, that's got to be easier for him, right? Right. Oh, I wonder if he's still because I get apparently he does the thing where after they're recording, he'll take the script and just throw it it's like a loose loose sheets, and he'll just throw it, and that's like a thing that he always does. I wonder if he still does that in his house if it's like. <laughs> He throws it and then he's just like, I'm sure he's got like somebody to pick that a maid or somebody that oh, actually yeah. cleans because, yeah, that'd be even better. That'd be even better. Like, Robotta, get in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was this very first episode was the robot or something like that? Uh, I'm, I'm intrigued to hear what they do with the curator specifically because yeah. it's such a weird character and it feels like. So are they going to expand on what that means? Because it was, I mean, I assume they will the doctor. only in the way that you know, like Tom Baker can, which is to not give you any more details right. at all and just be really bizarre. And, you know, I don't know. That That's it. Just be bizarre. That's all we need. I mean, that's that character, right? Who's right. like acts like he knows things, but then also says it weird. So you're not sure if he does or not. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like on the nose. You're like, what? <laughs> and he's so Tom Baker about it. So he's like super excited and like, ooh, ooh, did I give away too much? Like, right. I don't know. <laughs> did you? Who are you? <laughs> um, all right. Uh, was there anything else we want to talk about before we get into news? Nope. Okay. Okay. So we're going to start with this and this is mainly kind of like, uh, we don't, and there's not really even a political aspect to get into. Uh, so HBO is watching into stream for free online starting on June 10th. I don't know that so that's, that's tomorrow. tomorrow. It is. Okay. I thought it was ending on that, but I didn't realize the 19th was tomorrow. So yeah. So this weekend, now here's the downside to this is like it's from tomorrow Friday till Sunday. So if you're going to watch it for free, uh the Watchmen series, you got the weekend. Yeah. Uh but but HBO basically um because and we mentioned this a few episodes ago when we were talking about it as we were watching through it, it's very um race plays a huge part of the series. Don't they even, they talk about the Tulsa. Mm -hmm. the, this whole series opens with that, with the right. Tulsa massacre thing. Right. Um, and kind of the ongoing plot is driven by that and white supremacy and race relations and white supremacy and police force. Like it's. Mm -hmm. it's Timely. 
it, it, well, <laughs> it is. It, well, it's sadly it's not. It's apparently just all the time. But right now yeah. it does Ooh, seem super right. timely. Right. Um. So to celebrate Juneteenth and just everything going on, uh, HBO is making it available for free to watch um, till Sunday, June twenty first. It'll be on HBO.com as well as via on-demand platforms. Um, oh, this is according to HBO. Quote, as an extension of the network's content offering highlighting black experiences, voices, and storytellers. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't know, man. I I, I say watch it. If, like, if you've got the weekend free, it's nine episodes. They're like, what, about an hour long? Maybe, you know, 40 minutes to an hour. You know how HBO does. Um, I enjoyed the series quite a bit. It's Watchmen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is very timely, and yeah, it's good. And Lube Man, they don't even mention. They don't even call him Lube Man. Okay, so should we give a slight spoiler on Lube Man? And basically, it, it, the slight spoiler. Yeah, the the slight spoiler is there's no spoiler. There's one character that shows up, Lube Man. Fascinating. He shows up once, never again. Yep. <laughs> never again. <laughs> At the end of the, like, regardless of everything that happens at the end, I was, Melanie's like, what happened to Lube Man? So apparently (laughs) HBO was going to make this a regular series. This is something reading the story. uh, I'm on EW.com now that I didn't realize is originally it was pitched as like an ongoing series and Lindelof, it's what David Lindelof, Damon, Damon Lindelof. Um, the showrunner was basically like, all right, one season. That's it. That's all the story I got. I, I'm not going to continue. Um, so it became like a one season thing. Technically, HBO could then just bring on a new showrunner. Hmm. But um, well, as, they it is, as it is, it just seems like they're just going to let it sit. They, they need to explain him to me. <laughs> <Lube man. laughs> what is his motivation where did he this come from i mean he comes out of nowhere was he like grab something he grabs something he runs sprays some oil on himself and slides into the sewer he's got <laughs> <it>. <laughs> that's that's great yeah uh so yeah anyway that's it that's the whole story i i you know it's cool that hbo is doing that and since it also happens to be um, a very good show that is fits our our shtick, our grolic shtick with the Watchmen connection, mm-hmm. yeah, thought I'd mention it. Go watch it; it's good. It is. I, it, nice. You know, as you would expect, it's Watchmen and it's HBO, so it's rated R. So, you yeah. know. and interestingly so, enough, we went from Doctor Who to the watchman so who watches the watchman oh batman <laughs> batman he does he, he does batman. actually he does in that little crossover thing he's right. like why is this button in my bat cave how did it get here flash i'm looking at you <laughs> usually the flash i'm just gonna put that up there again audio listeners i'm sorry i'm not gonna read the comment you're gonna have to join us thursdays at 8 p.m on facebook.com slash garlics podcast or twitch.tv slash garlics podcast okay so oh uh we we talked about that a little bit he's only watched one more episode yes i haven't watched a lot of new things this week because holly doesn't 
particularly love the show. Yeah. But I think, I, I don't know. She might get, she might get into it. We'll see. I wish I could find shows Melanie doesn't like. <laughs> I got nothing to watch during that the week. actually is a problem because it's like, oh, I can't watch that because she loves it and she's at work right now. Yeah. There can't watch that. Same problem. That's that's when I watch shows like The Crown and all my depressed uh Scandinavian Norwegian murder detectives. Right. Right. I, I might like some of those. No, I know. I'll make you watch I sometimes I'll make you watch them like that one season of Broadchurch and yeah. uh Black Spot. Yeah, I wanted to watch Black Spot anyway, though. You mean the only season of Broadchurch? Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> there are some weird, like, fan fiction uh, that they called season three or something. It was okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird that they jumped to season three, though. Yeah, I mean, like, what happened to two? I don't know. I mean, I guess if it's not worth doing, it's not worth doing. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they must have read something that some chippy looking guy put together and she's like nah we're gonna pass on that yeah mm. that kind of undermines the character from season one totally 100 percent. yeah it's not even the same guy is it no it's really not <laughs> oh luther was amazing that's one i watched one episode the first episode and i don't know if i got pulled away or just wasn't feeling it but i'll, I'll revisit it hulu's uh, hulu likes to advertise luther that's for sure that's moody Brit british detective which is you know also a good moody detective yeah um okay uh so this i i mentioned because of the the director attached of course but also the story sounds intriguing and i want to know what this director would have to do with it so actually i should start doing this again shouldn't i yes do it share screen screen two universal acquires Adrian McKinty novel, The Chain, with Edgar Wright directing and Jane Goldman writing. Ooh. So, Edgar Wright. Yeah. Awesome. Um, now, here's the... So, there's not much... You know, the, the headline pretty much lays out the information. It's not under production yet, but it's like, you know, people are signing on, apparently. And uh, the script will be written by Jane Goldman, who did Kingsman, The Golden Circle, and X-Men First Class. I'm sure other things, but okay. Everybody knows Edgar Wright. Um, now, here's the thing that I was like, okay, cool, Edgar Wright movie, but like, what's the chain? I've never heard of the book. I'm sorry. Um, but apparently, the book tells the story. This is from Deadline.com. This is their kind of rundown of the book. Uh, the chain tells the story of Rachel, who learns that her 11-year-old daughter has been kidnapped. The only way to get her back is to kidnap another child. Her daughter will be released only when that next victim's parents kidnap another child. Uh, so yeah, okay, and and on and on. So basically, it's like a chain of like somebody kidnaps your child, you have to go kidnap a child, and then their parents have to go kidnap a child, and then it's a chain of weird <laughs> child kidnappings where the parents of the last child have to kidnap the next one. And I'm like, that's such a bizarre idea, and and generally like. So not an Edgar Wright sounding story? No, really not. Fascinated to see what he does with it. it. You know what it makes me think of? It makes me think of those like platforms where you like go in with like a, a paperclip and then you just trade up until you end up with a car. It, it seems right. like it's kind of like right. that. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to steal 
this kid from the ghetto. And then I would tell his mom to go steal this kid from, you know, I don't know. Uh, Some other neighborhood. Something, and then, right. you know, yeah. Uh, Which is probably yeah. what they do. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting premise. And a kind of a change. I when I first started, you're right. When I first started reading the synopsis there, and in my head, like I was like, "This is kind of sounds like a standard thriller. This is like not at all his like normal wheelhouse for his films." But then, like reading further, I was like, "Oh, there's a weird like premise to it." So that kind of makes sense. Like I could see him getting on board with an interesting premise. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe they make them evil. That'd be cool because, I mean, unless they're going to eventually get a payoff, what's the point? Unless they're like, you know, turning them into the little like white haired, glowing eyed children. Was that Village of the Damned? Yeah. yeah. Right, right. Well, the apparently the book plays a lot on the themes of like um, exploring the idea of these parents going from the victim role to the criminal role. Because it forces them into that situation. I don't yeah. know. All right. Next. This is also from deadline.com because they've they're on it. They've been breaking a bunch of stories. Um, okay, StreamYard, uh, you need to move. Okay, there we go. Okay. Ray Brad Ray Bradbury's The Halloween Tree in the works as a movie at Warner Brothers with Will Dunn adapting. I'm not familiar with Will Dunn. But it's the Halloween I like tree. Ray. I like Ray Bradbury. Right, right. Um, so I don't know. Yeah. I said that voice. Yeah, I don't really have anything to say about this. I just, I thought you know it's Ray Bradbury. Yeah, yeah no, I, I'm sold. I would watch that for sure. I'm gonna move along. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was. They can't. Hey. They don't all need to inspire tons of conversation. You know, I'm like kind of piggybacking this and what we were talking about um, before an adaptation that I'd like to see them try again, that I think that they could do better. Uh, Dresden files would be a fun um, adaptation because it's kind of like um, what if a noir detective were Harry Potter kind of thing. <laughs> It was like, hey, I'm going to hire you to fix this. I mean, it's kind of like Hellraiser. It's it's kind of like John Constantine a little bit. And I think uh, there's a lot of books out there. Like the Dresden Files are pretty, you know, mm -hmm. it's a, it's a well-beloved series. And uh, they, they tried it. They got that one guy that played Captain Lance in uh, Arrow. He was Dresden back when he had hair. Uh, and he was fun. But like it lasted for a season, and that was that, and it was He's done. A, I mean, purely judging him just on his role in Arrow, he's a good moody police type yeah, guy. I, yeah, I like him. But... He's very TV police, but maybe that's just because he was on a TV right. show. I think he looks better without hair. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think so too. Well, speaking of beloved book series, yes. Animorphs movie in the works from Scholastic Entertainment. Okay, so was is this after our time? Like the books from were like ninety six and I mean, on. Apparently, yes, there's yes. I'm gonna say yes, but also I'm the old guy. That's right. But 
Melanie, you have no affinity for a- a- animorphs. Uh-uh. Most people I've heard when animorphs, like I've listened to podcasts where animorphs comes up and derails the entire show and really? they just gush about it. It's got to be like people slightly younger than us. They love it. The people love this. Uh, there's they like must. 56 books. It would be like our goosebumps. Or... It is. I think yeah. it is. It's like, I mean, it has a more central pl- pl- uh, premise, you know, than goosebumps is, but there's like 56 of them. People love them. Please not like cats. <laughs> but that's what Paul said. Please not like cats. <laughs> They're and, like uh, animorphs like cats. Uh, Paul says, I like the books. I don't believe I've ever read any. I've never read even one of them. So I didn't know they were a thing. And I was like, Ant- I, I remember seeing them when I was younger and being like, yeah, that looks cheesy AF. Animorphs. Oh, okay. When's I've heard of them. Um, I don't remember when they were big. If they were, maybe they were big when I was student teaching. You know what? W- oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I, I, I was gonna say it looks like conspiracy theories in a book form to me. Like, like I looked at it and I was like, oh no, this is gonna be about <laughs> the lizard. The lizard people. <laughs> the lizard people. The Earth is flat. You they're know, gonna our, they're gonna make our frogs gay. We never went to the moon. Just looking at like the cover design, I'm guessing that it came out not too long after the Matrix or Matrix Reloaded. <laughs> right. Well, okay. They're totally stealing that kind of aesthetic for their book cover. So, uh, yeah, it was the original run ran from uh, ni- was published between '96 and 2001. Um. The main plot of this is according to HollywoodReporter.com. The main plot of Animorphs, Animorphs follows five teens, Jake, Morocco, Cassie, Rachel, and Tobias, who have the ability to morph into any animal they touch. They use their powers to fight a secret alien invasion on uh, of Earth. Yeah, there's 54 books. What if you don't have any animals? Oh, there's a there was a Canadian produced television series that ran for two seasons in the late nineties. Oh, I'm a little surprised. This is also man Scholastic Entertainment getting like right in there and producing it. Also Scholastic apparently, um, they well they of course they own the properties or whatever, but we're involved with uh, the Sony Sony's Goosebumps movies. And the upcoming live action animation hybrid adaptation of Clifford the Big, Big Red Dog, which is due out November. Aren't isn't there also uh, Jeff Smith's Bone coming out too? Like man, Scholastic yeah. is just all over the place. Yeah, they're like we're gonna force you to read whether you like it or not. Time. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, apparently. People use their ability. Okay, Paul says people use their abilities to change into animals for the betterment of mankind. In each of the books, uh, in the books, each person had a specific animal. Did they and, carry them around with them all the time, like in little backpacks and stuff? So they're like, "Oh no, uh, it's time! Come here, puppy!" And then they, you know, <laughs> <laughs> they like just have to reach back and touch it. That way they can change. It's like a green arrow. He has the different like arrows in his quiver. It's like that. You go back and touch just a different one. Yeah. Turn into a different thing. It's like the green arrow version of Beast Boy. Yeah. People slightly younger than us love this. Eh. Was was it a familiar like Sabrina? Inner animal? Inner animal. Okay. 
Uh, well, apparently, our audience is not into Animorphs. I kind of expected uh, the story to go get more reaction, but that's okay. That's that's an appropriate reaction. I, I don't know. Yeah. What else we got? Back in my day, we had visionaries, and they just had like a hologram on their chest, and then that that, that was, that's where that animal came from. Well, darn, darn, dang, dang, dang. Yeah, yeah, that's how that works. <laughs> that's how that works. He's, he had a sticker. He had a sticker on your chest. It was great. Okay. <laughs> okay, so this one, why am I so excited for this? I don't I, know why. <laughs> I don't know why because I'm excited for this. It's perplexing. It's like, I don't know. It's like watching a train wreck, really. I feel like I'm more excited for this. Here's here's a little spoiler, guys. It's going to suck. Right, right. Okay. At long last, oh. fans get a first peek <laughs> at oh. Snyder Cut of Justice League. We weren't, we didn't used to be one of those podcasts that always talked about Snyder Cut. We are now. We can't help ourselves. No, I'm more excited for it now that like it's all run its course than I ever was initially. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, basically, uh, what's his name that plays Cyborg? I believe was the first one to post it, but since then, Zack no, Snyder's post. Jason Momoa was. What? I said Jason Momoa, Aquaman. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, Jason Momoa was the first to post it. Yes. Bro's probably got his, set his timer wrong. <laughs> what Bro. time? Oh, it doesn't matter. I got axes to throw. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he seems super cool. My man! Everybody likes him, man. He's he super is super cool. cool. Um, <laughs> since then, Zack Snyder's posted the video, and you can actually find the video on, apparently there's, there's HBO Max. YouTube channel, they have a posting of the video, but it's the same thing that ran. I'm, I'm, oh, that's Ooh, my you're audio. Flirt, you're, you're flirting with fire here. I know, I know. Here, we'll do this. Watch <laughs> how this viewers, yeah. You should, you should, you should check out the YouTube page. Maybe that would be probably more enjoyable than watching this, but so okay. So, here's the main thing here's the takeaway it's just it's it's a teaser trailer, it's got like three shots from yeah. the movie that we've never seen. Zack Snyder cut Justice League. Um, and it's all about Darkseid. Yeah. Which is interesting. Like, did they really cut Darkseid out of the movie? And yeah, that was, and, that was supposedly um, going to be kind of the payoff. I, I think is that, um, What's his name? Wolfenstein? Not Wolfenstein. <laughs> Steppen, Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf. <laughs> yeah, you know, they killed, they killed a lot of Nazis. Right, right. Antifa, you know, I mean, it was a whole thing. Um, no, like that was his whole thing. Was he, he was going to open up the portal for uh, Apocalypse or something. And right. uh, that's, that's where it was going to head. And it was supposed to be almost like a two-parter kind of thing. And Darkseid was supposed to be a big deal. Uh, so it's interesting that so are, are acknowledging is, that at least. Yeah. Is this teaser just teasing us for the end of the movie or miniseries, whatever it turns out Probably, to be? Probably, yeah. Cause at first it's like, whoa, like there's a whole dark side thing. Like, how much of this movie did they cut out? But like, you no, know, yeah, you're right. No, they were original because remember, 
way back in the day. It was Justice League Part One, right? And then there was going to be a Justice League Part Two, and then Batman v Superman happened, and yeah. the studio was like, "Ooh, it's not make yeah, as much." I mean, maybe. it made money, but it didn't make as much money as it should have. <laughs> which, which it made like more money than the Bible. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe not the Bible. Maybe that's a bad idea. But uh, <laughs> when I I went there anyways. So I mean, but like it made a lot of money. It like broke records and this stuff. is how this is the show now. And somehow, somehow, uh, Warner Brothers wasn't okay with it, and they started like scrapping stuff. Uh, man, I don't know how you make that much money and be like. Oh, I really don't know. Maybe we should just give up on the whole thing. Right. Right. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like I now granted, I have been firmly on the record saying how much I'm not a huge fan of the theatrical cut of Batman V Superman. But, but when you make that much money, you clearly have an audience. Yeah. Maybe they're like, it's Batman and Superman. It should have made all the money, and they're right. It should have beat Star Wars or something. Because the studios, I don't think, they don't care about critical reception. They don't care if a majority of the audience hated it. It still made money. That's all they're interested in. Um, I was watching some video the other day, where some YouTube video, where they were talking about that, and they're like, the Transformer movies are terrible, but they never changed the formula because each movie kept making more and more money. The studio don't care. They're like, just do it again. Do it the same. Right. We don't care what the critics think. It's making money. Yeah. Um. So whatever they had projected for how much those two movies were going to bring in, Batman v Superman and then Justice League were clearly not within what they were hoping for. Huh it's some weird math because like by all other accounts, they were a crazy success. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying anything. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know why I'm excited for it. I shouldn't be because of little tidbits like this. Um, wow. Another Los Angeles times article. I'm not actually going to read the article. This is just, I've read this a couple places, but basically fans get a, Oh, that's the wrong. That's no wonder. <laughs> okay. No, that's not it either. You know what? No more screen share for not for the time. <laughs> basically. Uh, where did I put it? Oh, I must've. No, there it is. I'm just clicking the wrong stuff. My, my cursor was on it. That probably threw you off. Oh, that might be. Uh, Zack Snyder reveals death of Robin details in Justice League because Batman v Superman teased a lot of things that didn't ever get paid off, including which this is not something that needed to be paid off. This is just if anything, this was just like an interesting nod and like it was like a curiosity because I just figured, oh, man, this jumped right over to Jason Todd. And this lets us know that. No, they did not. What is that? So, okay. This is, uh, I don't know what he's holding there. It looks like a cane. Uh, this is the, yeah. in Batman v Superman, Batman has the suit of uh, a Robin suit, a very Batman v Superman looking Robin suit. It's very dull and brown looking. Um, in the case, like Batman does, and it's got like spray painted from the Joker, something about ha ha jokes on you, Batman. So like, since we had an older Batman, the idea was like, well, it's the dead Jason because he has 
oftentimes in the comics, he has the dead Jason outfit in a case. That's his like creepy memorial or whatever. Memorial, whatever. Um, so yeah, I think most people assumed he followed the comics. It's like, oh, it's Jason Todd. Yeah, that's interesting. It's some Batman history. Apparently, though, it wasn't meant to be Jason Todd, it was Dick Grayson. <laughs> Bat Batman failed on the first go, yo. Right, right. So, like, I don't that's the thing with Zack Snyder's interpretation. Like, it's okay to change it, but like, why make weird changes that like why why what why would you why would you not just go with jason todd yeah even if you were gonna jump over uh dick grayson entirely and just ignore it and and still make it the batman failed on the first go you could still just make it uh you can make it jason todd because that's already happened it's a nod it's fan service whatever but it makes sense all of those things make sense was there never going to be the possibility that you're going to bring Nightwing into the universe? And in which so, and if in that case, now Nightwing, it's got to be Tim. Jason, yeah, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> so then, who's going to be Red Robin? Yeah. Right. I mean, they don't need a Red Robin, but no, still, you know. I mean, I'm okay with Tim being Nightwing. I mean, you could totally do that. That'd be fine with me. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, they can all be whoever. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I really Tim's the best Robin. Nuts. Yeah. That's true. So this. That one is, an, I don't know which one you're talking about. That one is a neuron firing here. It's supposed to be. And then that one's supposed to be a space compass. I don't know which one you're talking about. All right. Let me go to. Uh, neuron. Oh, that's not going to work. Nope. Okay. Neuron space compass. So whichever one you're talking about. Um, okay. In sorry, <laughs> no, it's okay. In Batman or the Dark Knight Returns, is it Jason Todd that's the former dead Robin? Or I mean, is it um Dick Grayson? Because I feel like that came out before the whole Jason Todd thing. Ooh, that's a good question. And my question is, has Zack Snyder ever read any other Batman comics? <laughs> <laughs> or any other DC comics. Has he only ever read The Dark Knight? And he's like, well, I know Superman in that, and I know Batman in that. That's our universe. That makes a lot of sense if that's the case. Honestly, it does. <laughs> yep. Okay. Well, let's let's keep on the DC front. This is from InsideRadio.com. Warner Brothers bringing the DC superheroes and supervillains to podcasting. This was one of those stories that slipped through in my podcast, like collection of news stories. And I was like, that's relevant. Yeah. Uh, hey, you know what? DC's characters were already in the podcast world. Think to, think to us. That's right. Are they going to pick up our swamp thing? Our swamp <laughs> thing? Uh, House of Mystery number swamp thing? <laughs> number swamp thing. Yeah. Halloween special 2017, I think. Uh, you're right. You're right. Okay. So yeah, DC comics are coming to podcasts. Uh, Warner brothers assigned a multi-year deal to produce and distribute an original slate of narrative scriptive podcasts based on a range of characters from Batman to wonder woman to Harley Quinn, Superman and the Joker. Um, so yeah, kind of like Marvel had a deal with Spotify, not Spotify with, uh, Stitcher mm -hmm. at one point. Right. And they did like a Wolverine one. I don't know if there were other ones. No. And it 
Wolverine for sure. Was it like the long night or something like that? Right. So I'm wondering the narrative scripted podcasts. Okay. So I'm wondering if it's going to be take the audio drama style route. That's yeah. the most interesting to me. If you're going to do like a yeah narrative thing. Um, I mean, part- who knows? <laughs> uh, How would it go? The podcast. So it, this is a, they have a par- partnership with who else? But Spotify, who's buying all things podcast, <laughs> buying Joe Rogan, they're pouring so much money into this stuff. Um, but basically, it's like a first look deal to where like anything they come up with, they like, hey, Spotify, check this out. You want it? Um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. We don't have to get into the the details, the business details, but um yeah, under the deal, Spotify will have a first look at original scripted narrative DC podcasts. Um, yeah, just like anything else, you know, like this. Uh, what what would you call it? I mean, it's an adaptation. We're used to seeing it as a comic book, but you've seen it happen a lot of different ways in the past, like novelizations, where you'll have X Men novels, you'll have you know X Men video games, so on and so on and so on. So podcasts, that's a f- fun new way to take it i suppose right i actually kind of feel like we're regressing slightly but in an interesting way so now it's like instead of everybody sitting around the radio listening to the shows they're going to be like sitting in their car or or at the computer listening to their shows by themselves (laughs) through headphones yeah which it's kind of like power records but without the without the book the accompanying comic Mm -hmm. book yeah Mm -hmm. put one out why not bring it back yeah Two for one, like you could listen to the podcast, or you could also buy this complimentary book that follows the podcast and just flip through it. Um, or you can buy the book and the podcast is free. Hmm. Oh, that's a good thing. They'd be like, they'd be like, come and hurry up and buy your book before the podcast comes out so you can follow along. I yeah. do kind of feel a little bit like Spotify's putting in place or gathering stuff together for a like subscription based, oh. like a. I could be wrong. This is just popped in my head just now. I mean, we have we have family, whatever. We have that family subscription, so you don't have the ads. So I hope that we'll just get in on that and it just won't change. But like beyond that, I'm like, oh like a Netflix for podcasts. I've heard that thrown around once in a while. And as a podcaster, every time my knee-jerk reaction is F you. No, we don't need it. Get out of here. Get out of here with that. Nobody wants that. Um, Ooh, oh, did you see Paul's most recent comment? I think that could be funny um, to do like a mockumentary uh, podcast approach to the heroes. <laughs> Paul, <laughs> welcome to the Parentless Podcast, a support group for people who have lost their parents. We're your hosts, Batman and Superman. Today's guest, Barry Allen. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that would be a good parody show. I don't know. I don't care who you are. It'd be called the the, the Martha cast. And it's just like, <laughs> how did you say that name? Two dudes weeping for an hour. <laughs> Martha. Oh, God. I was got Googled Martha. There's so many women named Martha. <laughs> I started calling them. I asked if they'd be my mommy. <laughs> I'll make that podcast right now. <laughs> Spotify DC, call me. 
<laughs> just to listen to their voicemail message. Martha. Um, they don't sound anything like my Bob. They're doing it wrong. <laughs> Woo! Where are we going and why are we in this handbasket? <laughs> okay. Uh, also, like, it's it's also a partnership in general with like Warner Brothers. So it sounds like they could also it could also open the door to like other properties Warner Brothers owns, not just DC, but mm. <sighs> Martha. <laughs> That's just fun to do. Yeah. Okay, quick video game news. Actually, I have two quick video game newses. Newses. Newsies. Oh, Melanie's got a smile. Actually, I got three quick video game newses. <laughs> okay, so uh, first, I don't have a story for Melanie's, but Melanie sent me a video of the Unreal 5 demo thing that uh, they released, which is Unreal 5 is like, uh, it's a game engine that they build. Like a lot of games are built on Unreal Engine 4 at this point. Um, I don't know. I don't know really what to say about it. It looked impressive, but like most tech demos, there's also like a... You got to be a little bit of like, yeah, but implement all that in an actual game and get back to me. Like, I want to see it. I want to see a. I want to see a GTA or something looking that good. Did they add Miles Morales in it? Because I'm gonna need more pictures of Spider Man. Right. Uh, it would be helpful if I brought up the video, but not not on real. Tur- well, not on real tournament, but I feel like on real tournament tournament was based on the Unreal Engine. Was built on the Unreal Engine as like a. It, yeah, it's it's that. It's that. Because Unreal is Epic Games. Epic Games made that. So like a big portion of where their money actually comes from is licensing the engine out to a big portion of the other uh, developers. <clears throat> Super impressive, though. Super impressive. Like, we don't need to get into it. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> The other bit of news, real quick, was just because, I don't know, uh, a lot of people are super excited for this. Cyberpunk 2077, release date delayed once again. Um, so you two pr- probably don't know, but everyone in gaming is crapping themselves for this game and have been apparently for like a year and a half at least. Um, but it's by CG- CD Projekt Red, who also did the Witcher games, which people like quite a bit. Um, and yeah, it's Cyberpunk 2077. It's got Keanu Reeves. That's the only thing I know about it. You can customize your genitalia. You're it's breathtaking. A, it's what? a big deal. You can customize your genitalia. It's That's crazy. It's breathtaking. Um, so, <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Uh, yeah, whatever. It's it's because the thing with Witcher is like. And CD Projekt Red in general, like super like immersive, impressive open worlds, you know, like Skyrim, but like more details, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so I think people are super excited about the idea of that kind of like super high detailed open world, travel around, action stuff, do things, it just live in the world in a cyberpunk world. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like uh, The Matrix. Right, right. Um, but it got delayed. It got it was uh, set to when it, um, it was previously supposed to be September after other delays, and it got pushed back to January. But this is kind of like a 
like a rockstar game situation where I, I don't hear people get too bent out of shape when these when something like this gets pushed back because most people are just like it's just going to be better than yeah. there's no need to rush it right um, just do it right right yeah. we don't need another fallout 76 right exactly exactly where they just push push a thing out and yeah um oh and then the other one i want to mention is and i only seen this because uh uh jasper had mentioned it in comments or in messages oh and then so i looked it up so skate 4 has been announced ea ea did a thing today and they announced skate 4 which is a sequel a lot of, like I never got super big into the skate games, which might be kind of odd given how excited I am for Tony Hawk. But as a sequel, a lot of people have like really been like on EA about for years and years. Like, where we want another skate game. Where's another skate game? And it's so funny to me that they, you know, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 remaster, like it was announced, and I'm guessing is doing all right. I I bought it already. It doesn't even come out till September. Um, and then EA today announced. Skate the a new skate. It's happening. <laughs> There's no logo to the show. There's no gameplay footage because they haven't even started it. The guys are just like, you know, we've had, we've been having secret talks, and it's we could tell you it's it's early, but it's happening. And it just made me laugh so hard because I'm like, you guys literally have nothing. You're just like, uh, uh skate. People are actually like, people are actually excited about Tony Hawk. Skate. We're gonna do it. Yeah. It's funny. It's so funny to me. But yeah, Skate 4, if you, if you like the skate games, that's something to be excited about. Not going to be out for like two years, probably. But 2077. Right. Maybe when you're tired of Tony Hawk. Skate is interesting. Skate was like the Tony Hawk's not skateboarding. This is skateboarding. So it's like a little more kind of like technical. A little more thing. realistic. More realistic. Less fun. <laughs> People like it, it, but I, the arcadey aspect of Tony Hawk is what I like about Tony Hawk. I like stupid, over the top combos, right? And skate was the other, like, yeah, the not that. I, I want to grind all the way down, like half of them all, and then jump up through some like glass stuff and smash it, and then land in a, in a loop and like. You know, stick it or something. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. And and I want to be able to cheat code moon physics, and I want to be Spider Man. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. You can in Tony Hawk. I know. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder it's if awesome. you're gonna have because Spider Man was. I think it was Tony Hawk two. Was two or three? Character. Two or three. Yeah. I wonder if the because Wolverine. Which one was Wolverine? Wolverine was three. Remember. Maybe I don't know. Spidey I, I, was one of them, and uh, Wolvie was another one. Spidey was the best unlockable character for a skateboarding awesome. game because he could, you could kick the board away from you and then web web it back. So yep, good, so smart. Like, of course, that's what he would do. Yeah, I've been playing, so I I haven't been streaming that much this week. I, I don't know, maybe I'll start streaming them, but I've been playing Tony Hawk three and four. A oh, lot. fun. <laughs> Not a lot, can, but a can bit. you can you stream those? Like, do you have them on Steam somehow, or no? So, do you need like a... <laughs> I don't have them on stream. Oh, on on Steam. Uh, I own them legally, <laughs> and I own the consoles they were originally on legally, so I can emulate them. 
there okay that's what i've been doing uh there were pc versions but you can't find them they don't sell them they don't sell any tony hawk games on pc now like they have and then they just continued like you can't right, get them right and then they didn't update so if you did have a copy that played right. on pc they wouldn't run on today's os I, I even looked at it and like i think you get them to run but like the controller support apparently is kind of a pain and i'm like or i could just emulate it and the controller works fine so um i've been yeah well i've been debating streaming those for that reason the other thing with tony hawk games because i'm definitely going to stream the new one when it comes out I have to turn the music down, which is kind of like turn the music off. Oh, kind of yeah. like, you can't have it. It seems actually yeah. been getting cracked down on for that, for, for that in video, you know, music and videos. But, um, yeah. Anyway, this is skate hmm. gate four. Woo. <laughs> which was so exciting. We talked about Tony Hawk some more, <laughs> right? <laughs> People are, dude, it's one of those things. Like it's a stupid fanboy arguments. Oh, skate. No, Tony Hawk. Like it's such a like even on Twitter today I seen it because Tony Hawk started trending and I was looking at it and it was a lot of that on both sides and it's just like oh man that's that's some you know what really aughts game did they fanboy uh, did they use the hashtag like did they to announce their skate four they didn't I don't think so it was like <laughs> oh it's trending we better use that hashtag and announce no, our so, name it's it's pretty funny because it got announced and Tony Hawk was the term that was sk- trending, but it was still all about skate still. Funny. Um, what else we got? Nerds know. I mean, like, you can't. You can't. Right, right. And and try to surprise us. Like, oh, yeah, why are you announcing this? Paul says, I want a roller derby game. I mean, if they did a good one. Yeah, but like none of the ones that have been made in the past have been any good. Okay, I'll take that back. There was one that was fun, but it doesn't really count because it was a pinball game. There was a roller derby pinball machine that was pretty rad, but I couldn't even tell you what it was called. But it was cool. I want a good rollerball game. Was there ever a game called based on rollerball? That would be a good pinball machine. Rollerball. Um. And it also reminds me of Mutant League football and stuff. Those weird yeah. Sega games. And I was, I was like, I don't like the sport. I don't, I don't like the sports. I don't like the sports games. But Mutant League games were all were cool because I was like, they're ridiculous. You're mutants. You could like, like strap a bomb to the football and throw it and blow up the other players. Right. It's like stupid stuff. That's what I liked about was it Mega Man Soccer? Did you ever play that? Uh-huh. On uh, it was on Super Nintendo, and uh, yeah, it was it was soccer. But it was with all the Mega Man guys. And so, like, you would kick the ball, and whoever kicked the ball could also add the Mega Man power to it. <laughs> right. So it was like, it would just like blast through the goalie if it was the right guy. So that's, that's funny. So, like, soccer? No. Mega Man soccer? Heck yeah. I, I just like arcadey things, arcadey exp- because, like, NBA Jam oh, was yeah, actually was a super solid game, but yeah. it, that's because it was like an arcade version of basketball. It was right. over the top. Same thing as uh, NFL Blitz was fun too, you know? Like, and I don't normally care about football games. Savannah's down for Mega Man Soccer? Yes. Yes. Uh, okay, this one might be, let's get back on track, I guess. This is from 
a lot of deadline breaks a lot of stories. All right. I'm not just stealing deadline stuff <laughs> <laughs> because actually a lot of deadlines articles I get to from other articles on the story where I'm like, where's the original source, original source, uh, Dune heading back to Europe for additional shooting in August. That's so you're up to no good. <laughs> so yeah, Dune, you know, they're making another Dune, which is fine because huh, I, you know, never heard of it. It feels like a movie. This will be the third. I guess this. I guess one of them was a miniseries, but like this will be like the third version. Um, I, I it doesn't look any good right now. Like I don't like that picture. It's not any good. No. Uh-uh. There's our review of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Based on that picture alone, it could do with a little bit more spice. Hmm. Um, so the whole story, I mean, for me, obviously the story was, Hey, Dune movie. There's there, it's still, that's a thing It's happening. Dune will always be a thing because Dune is fantastic. Is it? I've yes. never read it. I like, I mean, I've watched one of the many David Lynch cuts because David Lynch directed the first one. That was like his first big studio movie. Honestly, I've never watched any of the movies, but I've read like half of the books at least, but there's um, a lot of them. I've read like five or six. Jerry the Gnome, what's going on, man? He says Dune is great. Yes, it is. Oh, Paul says Deadline borrows from Variety a lot. Yeah, when I when I search through Deadline and Variety seem to break decent entertainment stories. Earlier today, I was looking for like different sites, like okay, let's a rundown of the week's interesting entertainment. If you type entertainment news, it's all like entertainment and celebrity news. No, 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 that's not what we do. We don't need any more Kardashian stuff. Oh, and it's there. Kim Kardashian's launching oh, a podcast. Sure. Of course she is. She got to deal with Spotify. Of course. <laughs> I was going to say. Of I course. Even, I didn't even need to know the rest of the headline there. I was like, was it with Spotify? <laughs> right. Um, and I like Spotify. Don't get me wrong. It's just like, come on. You're going to be the Walmart of podcasts if you don't want. It's so, oh, I know, right? And it's so weird. They were so late to the game and like they were one of the services that kind of seemed to fight against it until they're like, nope, we're just going to buy it. Well, and then they bought Gimlet and it was like, oh, yeah. And you're serious. If you're buying Gimlet. Uh, Let's see. There's not a whole lot. Uh, Basically, from the reports I've seen, it's not a case of like, a problematic production and reshoots. It's like normal, like they need to get some pickups or maybe there's some reshoots or something. Like there's not word that it's in trouble. Like you usually hear when you hear about reshoots. Right. And I think interestingly, like the movie technically the uh, wrapped shooting last year, last summer. So it is weird that it would be so long to come back for some reshoots, but uh, Corona. You know, that's really right. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of the thing. Like, so they're going to they're gonna head back to Budapest, Hungary, where the movie was shot uh in 2019. They're gonna do some pickups there, and like those are some of the countries opening up to filming again earliest. Because most countries are like, nope, no filming. We're all on lockdown. Um, yeah, so as basically they're gonna go where they can start filming again. Countries are easing up on restrictions. That's it. That's pretty much the story. Dune. 
from what I've seen of Dune stuff, the David Lynch stuff, I've seen some of the, I've seen a bunch of that. God, what was it? I think it was early 2000s, maybe even late 90s miniseries. Yeah, I vaguely remember that. I think we even watched a little bit of it, but I don't remember. Like, it was actually less compelling than the original Dune movie was. Because that thing was crazy pants. So, Jerry the Newham says they needed pickups. The CGI is James Dean. He's spicy. Is that a thing? Is that like a. (laughs) Are you trying to get a catchphrase? (laughs) Well, well, spice is a thing in Dune, obviously. Oh, I missed the spice. I'm not on the game enough to catch a Dune reference. (sighs) Should be. Okay, this is kind of a should be. I know. I'm sorry. This is kind of a nothing story. This is a nothing story. But if there's going to be a Mad Max Fury Road or Furiosa or Mad Max anything story, we're covering it. Yeah, uh, yes. So Mad Max Fury Road's Zoe Zoe Kravitz shares blunt thoughts on Furiosa being recast for the prequel. That's a headline that grabs your attention. Oh, there's going to be drama. She's gonna have. She's gonna be like they can't recast her. Charlize Theron, blah blah blah. Okay, so Zoe Zoe Kravitz was she played one of the the wives that they rescued, you know, in Fury Road, mm-hmm. and she was on a podcast, <coughs> the Happy Sad Confused podcast, the roller coaster. Um, and sh- she said when asked about it, "quote If I recall correctly." Oh, talking about the director. If I recall, if I recall correctly, he always spoke about wanting to do a Furiosa prequel. I didn't know he was going to recast her. Look, man, if I learned anything from being in Fury Road, it's shut up and trust and trust George Miller. I'm just going to shut my mouth and say, "Go to work, Maestro," because I don't know what else I can say to that man. End quote. She's just like, "You listen, George Miller does good stuff. Just trust him. I ain't going to tell him no." Yeah, that's like us with like, uh, you know, they're like, it's Taika Waititi. We're going to watch it. It's going to be great. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He touched he, it. It's gold. He he just uh, cast. I'm trying to make up a story, but. Uh, get, out of, get out of here. Get out of here, ghost. See a, see a new Doug. <laughs> I missed that comment. I'm guessing oh, that nice. during the dude stuff. Yeah. Uh, John Lovitz. He just cast John Lovitz as Thor. So he knows what he's doing. <laughs> I mean, he wouldn't do that just willy nilly. He's got a plan, right? Yeah. And now, and and Thor, Thor has an imaginary Hitler friend. He knows what he's doing. I mean, he's not wrong, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just thought it was funny because it's another case of the headline, like. Elevator Man is Thor. Who's Elevator Man? That's a character. Sign me up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, you know, oh, like, uh, actually, though, I think uh, what would be funny is um, if Taika Waititi did Frog Thor, oh, I would right. see that movie. He, if he went classic Simonson Thor, I, I would, I would see that movie. I believe he could do it. Um, but yeah, that it's another case of like the headline indicating that maybe there's some drama and there's not. She's just like, whatever, man. 
He can do what he wants. He's George Miller. You tell him he can't. You tell him he can't. <laughs> right. All right. Um. Oh, next year's Oscars delayed over coronavirus is delayed eight weeks. So it'll still be before the end of the year, basically. It'll be well. It, they do it after the beginning of the year. Oh, right. To kind right. of catch to catch. Also, that so it'll it's it's going to be delayed. Oh, yeah. Through. Will that change the deadline, or will yes. they still just do the end of the year? It will extend the deadline for mm-hmm. movies that they accept, which I feel more than anything is probably the reason for the the actual reason for the delay, mm-hmm. the delay because. It's a rough year for movies. Not a lot of stuff getting <laughs> released. They're just like, we're going to have to pick like <laughs> all the movies won because like and five came out. Best <laughs> actor in a comedy. Bloodshot. Alex Winter. Alex Bill from Bill and Ted Face the Music. R- right. I'm game. Let's do it. Yeah. Best script Bloodshot. <laughs> I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. I just know it's, that's not going to happen. Stuber gets a nod. <laughs> and, uh, they won't win, but Stuber will get a nod. Like, didn't that come out last year? It doesn't matter. We need movies. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but apparently it's... And honestly, I don't care about the Oscars. Like, that's not something we ever talk about right. on the show. Right. Yeah. Trolls sweeps the board. Oh, no. Well, no. Hollywood's right. not the ones that are so- sore about that. I could see them letting trolls in. It just depends. It depends what happens. And then AMC would be like, we're out. We're out. <laughs> you're like, you're, you're never, you weren't in. You're... <laughs> we're not showing, we're banning trolls. Like, we didn't <laughs> give it to you. <laughs> we're not going to show the, the Academy Awards anymore. You never did that. But apparently this is only the fourth time it's ever been delayed in the history of its happening. Cool. It's all right, man. Um, Okay. The last bit of news I have, it, well, that's not actually news. That's I just kind of put there as a note to talk about the people that are in it. Uh, there was a trailer we watched that I thought was interesting. Um, if nothing else, because of the people involved, because it's got people we... Best uh, best director, Patty Jenkins, for Wonder Woman 1984. Pff, hasn't come out yet. Who knows? Oh, they're going to they're gonna push that out as fast as they can. I don't know, man. It seems like you... Well, we got Black Widow too. I mean, like we got a lot of things like that are they're just like, well, we'll wait and see. They're going to have to make some concessions at a certain point and just realize that they're going to get what they're going to get. Right. Like or you're going to have to reinvent the business model somehow. You right. you're just going to have to embrace it one way or the other. There's just going to it's going to all be cgi james dean like like i mean just just embrace it just (laughs) embrace it he's a rebel without a cause how do you not get behind that cgi james dean is wonder woman just do it it's a contract it's people it's gonna upset a few people replace chris pine it's okay (laughs) right (laughs) let him go (laughs) let let him let him go diana let him go (laughs) Um. So, uh, oh, we watched a trailer for a movie called The Rental. Man, there could be fun marketing in there. If like I, the, the I rental, feel like like this is also another thing they could really uh, just capitalize on this whole coronavirus thing because this also makes me anxious. Just like 
color out of space does because it's like this is all happening inside the house okay so yeah this trailer i think it's an ifc film um that makes but, sense yeah it's a horror movie about it looks like it's about people who maybe like an airbnb situation or something they go and rent this place and then according to the trailer like it looks like then there's like the dude's creeping on them because there's like cameras or something and they get creeped out and then it just looks like it kind of goes like it's billed as like a horror slasher or a horror thriller but it looks like it kind of goes slasher yeah but the main thing is it's a horror movie starring allison brie of glow and community Mm -hmm. uh, and dan stevens of legion and the guest the two things i know him from i'm sure he's in other stuff Mm -hmm. and directed by Dave Franco, James's younger brother, who he's in stuff. This is his yeah. first like full feature, full. He he's directed a short film before, but this is his first full length movie that he's directed. Um, yeah. So basically, the, the names attached caught my eye. I was like, I like all those people. Yeah. And also, it has um, I can't remember her name offhand, but the lead from that super interesting vampire movie from a couple years ago a girl walks at, walks home alone at night or something is oh it, yeah the, the, the saudi arabia or something was it yeah it was like a yeah black and white vampire yeah. movie set in hold on where was it this doesn't say Sheila Vand is her name um i don't remember exactly where it was set but yeah like a middle eastern setting yeah um so yeah that looks all right it looks all right i don't know it looks like something i'd watch on netflix though it doesn't look like something i'd go to the theater for or pay extra theater at home money for that's the thing like if it didn't have those names attached i'd be like okay maybe that's good if yeah. if I hear a bunch of good stuff about it, I'll see it. Otherwise, I'll probably never think of this again. Right. <laughs> like if <laughs> like a Netflix original. <laughs> right. Like if it pops up on Netflix, I'll be like, the rental, what's that? But it's got some interesting names attached. I like, I like, I like Dan Stevens and Allison Brie a lot. They're both great. Yep. Um and Melanie said in messages mm-hmm. when I shared the video uh, the trailer with them that uh What'd you say about Dan Stevens? I range? said he's yeah, he's got great range. He can go from goofy to like terrifying in like 0.004 seconds. He's just like ah! like it's, it's insane. It's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And as we, him. as we said at the beginning of the show, we've been watching a lot of uh Legion, and he he had he kind of does that range in Legion, but Legion he is kind of goofy, and I've been thinking about the guest recently while watching it because this is the first time we've been watching legion since i had rewatched the guest for gcu a while back and it's like he's one of those actors where like certain roles it's like that doesn't even it doesn't seem like the same person like mm-hmm. just his stature like his yeah like he... a totally different size i think we lost jesse did we did you see yeah he's frozen now that was so weird because there was like a weird electric sound Mm-hmm. And then his picture froze. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. It just happened in a very weird way. Yeah. There were some interesting storms earlier. I was a little worried. It was like raining in the sunshine, and that always creeps me out. Right. Not a lot, it's not allowed to happen, but it does it. 
Yeah, there's a lot of lightning and stuff. I was a little worried that if it was going to carry on into the evening, it was very much like better download something or figure out something to do in case the internet goes because my internet tends to go in weather like that. And then he dropped out. I think there's something either wrong with my eyeballs or with my electricity because it seems like my room keeps going bright and dark and bright and dark. And I, I see it. If it's because it's next to you or and it's like an optical illusion or if it's real. It stopped doing it, but no, it was actually doing it for a moment. Okay. At so least I'm in the just, camera. I'm not just a crazy person. But was it happening there in real life? Is the world ending right now? Is reality on... Is, yeah, Mel was flickering. Is reality unfolding? No. Okay, good. We're not on salvia. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, I mean, to be honest, we could end the show though because that was pretty much the end of our okay. our news stories. I'm good with that. Till Z- Jesse got zapped out of <laughs> existence. Melanie, Jism. Anything we should be amazed about? Oh, ooh, I didn't think about that. Hold on, let me check it out. I'm sure there is. Let me check my previous posts because <laughs> I'm always finding interesting things. Uh, Jesse's power did go out. How about some electric car stuff, maybe? Or it's not just electric car stuff. It's so they came out with an electric car battery that could drive a million miles, which is crazy. And then they also came out with a system where they can save like the energy produced by green energy, renewable, renewable energy with compressed air systems. So, anyway, we'll be able to save power so we won't have to rely on fossil fuels and. Your cars can go farther. Okay. I'm amazed by it. You should be amazed by it. Do you want to talk about Colorado? Oh, yeah. You you don't have to. I know Savannah was kind of excited to hear you talk about Colorado. I went to Colorado. With who? With Savannah. How was it? What what are some some highlights? Their mountains are beautiful. They have lovely shops. (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) What kind of shops? Like uh, pet shops? I'm sure they have those too. It's not what I stopped at, but I uh, candy shops. You can buy candy, yes, yes. Okay, okay. Um, and uh, yeah, mountains and and cute. And like half the things look like Fallout. It's crazy. I'm like, this is like this is a Fallout setting. There's like some like rusted out truck in front of a little metal shack with a like what do you call that? A big like uh, antenna thing sitting right next to it. I'm like. There's some mutants in there, you can tell. And that was <laughs> yeah, some uh, super mutants hiding yeah. out back there. Yeah. All right. So, what have I got? What have I got coming up? Not a whole lot. You know, go to growlxpodcast.com, download the audio replays, listen to them. I know the live episodes. Listen, I see the numbers. The live episodes get consistent plays, but not they're not as high as they used to be as the episodes used to be. Man, I think they've been good though. So, listen to them. I think we're great. And Twitch streaming update. Like, I'm not going to stick to a normal schedule on Twitch anymore. I'm just going to stream randomly. (laughs) I know that doesn't help anybody, but like, I can't do an every, first off, I can't do every day. I was doing every day. And then I was like, I need to reel back. And I took one day off. So it's just going to be like whenever, maybe in the evenings or in the afternoon or just not in the morning. That's for sure. Just not when I'm sleeping in the morning.
in early afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I wonder why. Why is it you only sleep in the daylight, Randy? <laughs> okay. A boy walks home alone at night. <laughs> I wish I could turn into a bat because I would then shout bat and just <laughs> fly out of the room. Uh, I need to okay. plot this stuff out. I come up with some like bad effect to cut to real quick. <laughs> All right. Okay. Melanie, thank you for joining me. Randall, thank you for joining me. You're right. That is what it is. I'm joining <laughs> you. I have, you're right. I have, well, thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. Jerry the Gnome, Moose, Savannah, everybody else who tuned in. Uh, Jesse, he always tunes in. He's We don't shout him out enough. What he does in the shadows. <laughs> I like that better. Yeah. I like that better. Thanks for watching, everybody. And have a good weekend. Watch out for storms. Let's go play them. Let's, I, let me grab my umbrella and <gasps> watch the lightning. Remind me to show you my new umbrella later. You got a new umbrella? It's Yeah, it's so cool. Okay. Okay. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you for listening to Grawlix Nights, our special weekly live Grawlix podcast series. If you've been enjoying this, be sure to check out grawlixpodcast.com slash live to find out where and when to listen to the next live episode. Currently, Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central Time on facebook.com slash grawlixpodcast. Ghost Cat. You know what that reminds me of? Ghost Dog. Way of the Samurai. That's a great movie. Forrest Whitaker. Uh, Jim Jarmusch directed. Go watch it.